At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. We welcome you back. It's the final hour of the Pro Football Blitz on a Sunday night recapping week 12 of the NFL. As I'm joined, Ben Wilson with you from downtown Las Vegas in our Circus Sportsbook Studios by James Salinas, former Super Contest champion from Denver, Colorado. James, it's a, it's a good thing that we are both on the air right now. and we have, we, have, we have slight distractions because what is going on in the Sunday night football game I think would be driving any better crazy who has got money on this game. You and I do have it in some form. You've got the Browns in a teaser up to plus nine and a half. You and I both with Cleveland plus three and a half in the contest this week. Uh, and this actually did close. A lot of late Cleveland money down to Baltimore minus three. Five combined turnovers, though, James. Four of them in the final three minutes of the first half as Baltimore goes into the half up 6-3. Second half a line, I'm seeing either a pick or Baltimore minus one, so three or three and a half for the game. Total of 23, anywhere from 22 and a half to 23 and a half with a nine-point first half going way under the 23 first half total. Uh, so, yeah, it, James, let's, let's just take some positives away from this. At least we're on the air together, and we do not have to suffer. <laughs> pro- we would probably have a, you know, an adult beverage in our hands. Were we watching this game not in our suits and on the air? But, man, what a first 30 minutes in Baltimore between uh, two AFC rivals. <laughs> we're, it's kind of expected that it would be this ugly. I don't know that we expected it to be this ugly, though, through, tw- through 30 minutes of play. Well, just the execution and the play calling. Thinking about, well, let's start with the Cleveland side. I thought this was te- this, the identity of this team was we're going to run the football. We have our offensive line fully healthy. We've got our stable of backs with Kareem Hunt back in the in the hunt as well, being able to run the football. Net, we're not going to try to run the football. We're going to put it on Baker Mayfield, who has got basically every single joint and ligament beat up and banged up and stretched out of contortion right now. Let's have him stagger around out there like Fred Sanford and try to make plays. That's what our game plan is going to be. We've seen how that's worked out for three points. Barely got that in as well. They've already missed one field goal, and the other one had to kiss off the upright and ricochet through, through, the, through the upright. So... The other side, though, maybe Lamar Jackson. I mean, is he fully healthy? You no, know, he went through. He was sick. It wasn't COVID. He's already had his spell of COVID. But coming back from his sickness right now, I think he's seeing double because he's not seeing the field right now. He is making very poor decisions with the football. He's 10 out of 17 throwing the ball for 74 yards and three interceptions. And the last one, I'm, I'm not sure where – Look, I'm watching the replay now. That was just a, a terrible read. I'm not sure where he saw that or what he was looking at because all I could see was a Cleveland Brown defender in that vicinity. Yeah. So, yeah, from an execution standpoint, poor 
poor job on both sides from the offensive side. I think defensively, both teams are tackling very well. They're they're being very physical. So it's a very physical game from an ASC North standpoint. We figured that would be the that would be the, that's really the norm when any any time these teams match up. But from an offensive standpoint, I can't recommend anything. We're looking at this live line right now, sitting at three and a half. It's where it basically where it had where we got in the contest. But a total of thirty two and a half, juice to the under. Do you want to get involved here, considering they put nine points up on the board and these teams continue to throw the ball to the other team? No, thank you. No, thank you, James. I'm gonna like leave it as simple uh, as that. Even though my conviction earlier was maybe to look for a slow start and then go in-game uh, onto the over. But, yes, the way Cleveland has failed to run the ball so far, not going to do it uh, as a team. Ten carries, Mm-mm. 21 rushing yards. Again, 6-3 the score at halftime there. Baltimore with the lead on Cleveland. As we continue to look back at some of the biggest games today, we've already looked back on the most heavily picked game in the Circa Millions consensus, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the other game in the AFC North, who are trounced by Cincinnati, 41-10. We've already looked at the marquee early game on the card, which was a wild win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 38-31 over Indianapolis, and other circuit consensus play. Let's also look now, James, at the, the big game in the late afternoon window, which was another circuit millions consensus play that also goes down. The Rams pick them in the contest, but they close as high as one and a half or two in the market, and in a game that closes as well, 46 and a half for 47, a total that flies way over with the Green Bay Packers, despite... Uh, a team that was banged up coming in. Aaron Rodgers and his in, his concern with a foot injury looked pretty sharp. 28-45, 307, and two touchdowns as the Packers hold off a late surge by the Rams to win 36-28. Uh, they do get the uh, the cover as the outright underdog here. And with a 16-0 third quarter to really a pull away after this was 20-17 to at halftime, what was your biggest takeaway, James, from a game like this where L.A. again looks rough in a big spot for the third consecutive game, especially in this game off a bye. My biggest takeaway, aside from Cooper Cup, because I love the kid. I think he's he's one of the toughest, pound-for-pound toughest players in the league, how much heart he plays with. My takeaway from this is the Rams are soft. They're soft on both sides of the football. They're soft. Their their offensive line plays with no power. They get no push up front. They don't run the football. Daryl Henderson has he's very indecisive rushing the football. Uh, I think we saw on the defensive side, um, Aaron Donald. I mean, it's hard to say. I don't want to call Aaron Donald thinking, hey, he's a soft player. We know how he is, but he's constantly being double teamed and just doesn't seem to have the same fight and competitive spirit out there on the field like we're used to seeing from Aaron Donald and sometimes you have all these new all, all these big players come in and you, you you have all this star power that they're trading for and signing in the offseason etc but you can't buy chemistry you can buy big contracts and they got plenty of those do the Rams but you can't buy chemistry and you can't buy hunger and I just don't see a lot of hunger out of this Rams team and then you think about Matthew Stafford whether he's hurt or not the guy's been playing through injury for for his entire career, he just doesn't play with confidence out there. He bear, looks really unsure of himself. And then let's talk about the coaching staff. Sean McVay, lastly, uh, he panicked. He pan- I felt like he panicked all game. He went for it inside his own 30 early in the game. And it was less than a yard to go, and you're going to go with Henderson. And, again, that line gets no push. Henderson didn't hit the hole hard, got stopped, and really it felt like a panic move from Sean McVay. And uh, uh, the other side of the Packers, that was the team that played more physical. And I think think about A.J. Dillon. You can look at the numbers, and you see Stafford threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns, and they lost by less. They lost by one score at eight points. But the game was not that close to me. It was they never had a shot in this game early. You could see it right away. I, I knew that was done. It felt like this not going to be able to climb back into this football game. Green Bay is the better. They were the better coach team. They were the more physical team. And then you look at the way AJ Dillon runs. This numbers don't look spectacular. But each and every one of those runs, he just punished the Rams every time he touched the football. The Rams didn't want any of it. He pounded on the Rams, and the Rams didn't pound back. And you think about what you just said, too, about Sean McVay as a coach. And over the last three games now, negative five turnover margin for the Rams throughout this three-game losing streak. We had this point of reckoning with Kyle Shanahan a couple weeks ago with San Francisco as well. And the Niners have since turned things around, and they've seemed to be all right. But we we saw the struggles for Shanahan in a couple of big spots. And you start to throw out the eye. Mike Singletary had a better record than what Shanahan did at the time and all of that. You think about McVeigh and thinking of, of the couple of interesting key points today where down 11 in the fourth quarter, he punts on fourth and three at his own 33 with about eight minutes left. Then down the stretch with about, uh, what, a minute left and out of timeouts, he runs the ball on third and one from the Green Bay 20 with no timeouts, gets stuffed 
Ben rushes his field goal team on, burning about half the rest of the clock, basically setting – they would have needed to, be, to recover an onside kick regardless, but by doing that, hamstrung themselves to then having maybe time for, what, two plays had they recovered that onside kick. Very questionable, and you, you mentioned, too, on the Stafford front, while the numbers were all right – the report coming out a little bit before that kickoff that he has been dealing with chronic back issues as well as arm and elbow pain. For, for a long-term standpoint on the Rams, who still will, will find themselves in that wild-card position with a lot of other teams losing in the NFC, currently the fifth seed in the NFC playoff picture, where do you stand on this Rams team going forward? And, and if, you, if you think what we just saw with San Francisco, where they find, found a way to, to reward people who bought low on them three weeks ago, is this the spot now to buy low on a team like the L.A. Rams with their th- three straight losses here? No, they're not a physical football team. And we start, we get into December and get into January. And I know they're in Los Angeles and they're in the NFC West. And it's they're going to play a lot of warm weather games. And it wasn't the weather that impacted the Rams today. It really yeah. wasn't that cold. It's great football weather, great hitting weather there. But you're going to have to be physical. You have to, it, it becomes a point. At some point, it just becomes we're going to be the alphas on here, and we're going to dominate the line of scrimmage, and we're just going to be tougher than you for four quarters. And that's not the Rams' makeup. It's a very finesse football team. And again, you you have all these big contracts. I just don't see a team that ha- plays with a lot of fight in them. There's just not a lot of competitive spirit that I see out of this Rams team. And maybe sometimes you get you have these big contracts, like well, you know, at the end of the day, I'm set, I'm good, and I just don't see where this team is going to right themselves. Now, you look at their schedule. Well, they'll have a scrimmage next week because they get mm-hmm. to host Jacksonville at home. Uh, but the schedules that after Jacksonville, they're going to have to go at a huge showdown at Arizona on Monday Night Football. You're going to come back and you have another division game against Seattle. And then on the road at Minnesota, at Baltimore, and finish up against the San Francisco 49ers. That is a that outside of Jacksonville. That is a really brutal schedule. And you think about some of these teams out, how physical they are. We know San Francisco is going to be physical. We've seen what Arizona and how they perform and how they really laid it to the Rams back earlier in the season. Minnesota is going to be physical at the point of attack, and so is Baltimore. I think they're those are the tougher teams just from a physical standpoint. And now it's keeping into the Rams mentally. It's not not only are they not a physical team up front, but they are also really it looked like a mentally weak team going forward. So this is not a team I'm looking to back going forward. I know, and you mentioned the schedule. It's going to be a slog down the stretch for LA. I also wonder at the same on the same token, we flashed our NFC conference on a moment ago, and in our next segment, we're going to discuss some of the uh, futures markets as they sit right now, as those are constantly uh, updated. You see some of uh, the early lines from June that uh, that the Westgate hung over the summer. Now the Packers with a buy this week. Uh, that Rams nine and a half line. I'm sure that's going to be even higher when uh, when that comes out. Looking ahead. To, uh, to this next week, but man, I mean, it, is it a toss-up or what, the rest of these games for the Rams? And I have to think for, on the Green Bay front here, James, you go into a bye, they'll presumably get Aaron Rodgers back healthy now with a big showdown at home against the Bears coming out of that bye in Week 14. Have to like the position Green Bay is in with the way they've weathered this Aaron Rodgers, both off the field and on the field, a storm with his uh, his latest injury coming up here. And they've got another of injured players that eventually will be back. They're banged up on the defensive side. I think that's what's been most impressive to me is the defense for the Green Bay Packers and how competitive they've been, considering Zadarius Smith has basically been gone all season long. Jair Alexander, he's their best corner. He's been out for quite a while. And they're the depth of this team, defensively, offensive lines banged up, the depth on the offensive line as well. This is a really deep team and a very physical team. I like where the Packers are sitting right now for sure. Packers with the win going to a 9-3 on the season. Is we have one more game we have yet to recap from the week that was in week 12. We'll get to that. Also take a look at some of the futures numbers now and look ahead lines that we saw from back in the summer. How do they compare now as we look ahead to week 13? That is all still to come here on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. 
You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It's the Pro Football Blitz here on VSIN Esports Betting Network. Back alongside James Salinas from Denver, Colorado, former Super Contest champ. I'm Ben Wilson. They are underway in the third quarter of Sunday Night Football. 6 3 Baltimore. But the score doesn't really tell the story. Five combined turnovers, three interceptions for Lamar Jackson in the first half alone. Baltimore starting with the ball to start. Quarter number three faced with a third down right away. So we'll keep you posted on that. And while we are still on the air to follow us, we'll have opening lines coming up for you at the top of our next hour. As they break down all of the opening lines for week 13 in the NFL. Uh, James, so just to continue the discussion we had in our last segment on the marquee game of the afternoon window, the Packers and the Rams, leading into now the NFC Futures Conference discussion as a whole, where we see the updated odds. Tampa Bay, by, by virtue of its win, uh, remaining your betting favorite, plus 275 to lead the way. Arizona Cardinals were on a bye this week at 3-1, to one, staying steady there. Packers up to 4.5-1. to one. Your third choice on the odds board with Dallas off of its Thursday night loss, dropping to five to one. Rams now six and a half to one. Really, your your five leaders in the clubhouse there to start things off, James. We we've talked about it from recapping these games. We were not all that impressed with Tampa Bay, despite the 38-31 win at Indianapolis. We discussed how uh, the Green Bay Packers and LA Rams game played out, where it was an impressive Packer performance. Struggles on the Rams side. But if you're if you're power rating those five, James, which is the ticket you w- you would want to have right now? As you look at those NFC conference futures, I'd move the Packers up to the top. I'm mean, thinking about where they're at and what they've gone through uh, with the injuries that they've sustained and coming back. Now they're going to get off their bye, where they sit in within their division, as well as thinking about where their schedule lies. And they're going to come off their bye. They're going to play the Chicago Bears. They're going to go on the road. It'll be a, a physical game at Baltimore. Uh, but what are we seeing out of Baltimore to be able to match any kind of scoring that we're going to see out of Green Bay? And the same thing with Cleveland. Then you finish up with Minnesota and Detroit. So I think it's a very, obviously, very favorable schedule for the Green Bay Packers. But we were talking about that before the break, just thinking about the injuries that they've sustained, not only on the defensive side and the guys that they've picked up at linebacker and at corner that have stepped in and, and played very well. I think the scheme is playing very well, and they're being able to fit in and play very competitive. They love their tackling today. They're a very physical out in space and sometimes you just see how how focused is a team you can see how do they tackle out in space green bay was tremendous out in space putting guys on the ground and then the offensive line this is a a, really a revamped offensive line they just lost jenkins on the left tackle position doesn't matter plug and play we've got depth up there and then aaron Rodgers just makes everything everybody better because he's going to be he's the most accurate quarterback in football and he'll get healthy eventually with his covid toe broken toe whatever he's suffered through but yeah, I mean, right now, what about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? We know they have the pedigree. They've been there division, you know, defending Super Bowl champions, and it's always hard to go against Tom Brady. But that offense has not looked very sharp. I mean, they've really – I feel like they've been they've been off. They haven't been on the same page for most of the season outside of uh, Brady to Gronkowski. They don't commit to running the football, and they suffered a couple more injuries on the defensive side as well. So right now, we're talking about power rating. i, yeah. I got to move Green Bay to the number one spot. And you think about, two, just the general position of the NFC playoff picture. I, I, I right now still have Arizona, my number one power-rated team in all of football. And you think about how 
that's all contingent on the health of Kyler Murray, as well as, to an extent, to DeAndre Hopkins. The fact that Arizona was able to get through that three-game stretch, winning two games with Colt McCoy at quarterback, now they get a bye. You would think on the surface that is really good for Arizona, and until further notice, Arizona is still my number one team, James. But at the same time, Green Bay with the win, now a half game behind Arizona for the number one seed in the NFC. As we know, only one team gets the bye in each conference. Packers with the tiebreak by beating Arizona in that Thursday night game from a couple weeks ago. I still have questions, though, about the, the long-term health of Kyler Murray. How long will this continue? Just because it's, it's great that it worked out. They give him three games off, go 2-1 and one with Colt McCoy, quarterback, in those spots. But it's not an easy schedule either for Arizona down the stretch where their two NFC North teams they still have left are both on the road at Chicago next week, at Detroit in a few weeks' time. Sure, the Lions are 0-10-1, but the fact that you have to go, go onto the Eastern time zone for an early kickoff, they're never easy with games as well against the Rams, the Colts, at Dallas, and against the Seahawks. That's a spot to me, James, where I think from the handicap here, even if I still think Arizona should be the number one power-rated team right now, there's a pretty reasonable path for Green Bay ultimately usurping them as that number one seed in the NFC. And when you're talking about home field advantage going through Lambeau, we know how, how extremely disappointed Green Bay was to not hold serve last year and lose that game at home to Tampa in the NFC Championship game. You'd have to love the position you were in with the ticket at four and a half to one. If you're getting a buy in the first round and games at home, two potential there at, at Lambeau. So to that end, James, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I'm, I'm, I wonder what you think on this Arizona team as well, where I still have them power rated number one, but I also have little to no confidence that Kyler Murray still makes it through a season healthy, even with the three weeks they just gave him off. And I think even if he does make it healthy, we don't have a track record for him and this Arizona team in the playoffs. It's a whole different level of uh, the physicality that comes into the playoffs, as well as your concentration, your preparation, and everything to execute at a high level when the intensity is on and it's all about stepping up and making and being able to perform. Regular season, great. Playing great so far. Have the Arizona Cardinals. Guys have stepped up. Talk about depth and Colt McCoy and others stepping in and being able to win some of those games on the road uh, in absence of Kyler Murray and, and DeAndre Hopkins. But there's no tracker record for this team in the playoffs. We've seen it plenty with the Green Bay Packers. We've seen it plenty with Tampa Bay and more so with Tom Brady, obviously, in the playoffs. I need them to prove it. I, I I just think even if they become the number one seed, and remember Green Bay will have that tiebreaker on if it comes down to that from head-to-head because Green Bay won on the road. Green Bay is a team that can go travel on the road and win. So can the Buccaneers. Can the Arizona Cardinals do that? Can they go on whether they have home field advantage or not? This is just not a team that maybe this is a year away. This is kind of the learning curve. You see some teams, and they start to build, and you start to learn. You have a good regular season. Then in the playoffs, sometimes you've got to lose to learn how to win. And I think right now Arizona is not a team because they've we haven't seen it before, and they're going to have to suffer through, uh, I think, some lo- a loss in the playoffs before I'm ready to jump on board because I just don't – it's not a team that I'm ready to jump on and say, yeah, they played very well in the regular season, but it's a whole different animal, Ben, when we get to the playoffs. And, look, if you're not the number one seed either in the NFC, if you're Arizona, how much confidence would you have in them going on the road in any of, of those playoff games, especially Lambo? It's a great point you make. I, I do wonder what we see out of them and what we see from, from Kyler Murray coming out of the bye week Tricky game next week uh, in Chicago there for Arizona and the Chicago Bears. Uh, one a game, the one game we've not mentioned. Want to get the recap in? It's not one that needs a whole lot of time, James. But at the same time, the team who won today in Atlanta and Jacksonville is now in a tie for that seven seed, currently occupied in the NFC by the Minnesota Vikings, Atlanta Falcons, as well as the New Orleans Saints at five and six, right there as well for that final spot in the NFC playoff picture, which I have to imagine over the next five, six weeks is going to change oh, about 18 to 19 times. Winning a game today, though, in which the Falcons do what the Falcons normally do. They play about three-quarters of football, stop playing, and have to survive a late push by the other team down the stretch. They do survive 21-14, and I think there's a there is a case to be made that Cordero Patterson, while well, there's no way he's going to win any sort of award this year, James, the running back slash wide receiver for the Falcons, there's a case to be made that he might be the most impactful player to his team and his specific situation and all of the NFL as he returns from injury today and was dynamite at one point outgaining Jacksonville himself by about 30 yards. His impact was pretty profound, and it leads to a Falcon seven-point win here over the Jaguars. I completely agree with you when talking about most valuable to said particular team. It is Corderell Patterson not being there last week against the or against the Bill Belichick-led defense of the New England Patriots. Nothing on the board for them, and they had scored three three points prior to that in the Dallas game. And yeah, today, it, it, I mean. 
Patterson really is a difference maker for this team, but I wasn't impressed with Matt Ryan, his decision-making. He was really off on a number of throws, and you're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Talk about a team that just looks like a complete wreck, especially offensively. I know they were able to put put together something in the second half and move the football a little bit and put some points on the board on a more consistent basis in the second half, but this is a bad Atlanta Falcons defense as well. And just looking at Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I they finally it looked like they tried to run some RPOs for him and run mm-hmm. some more of the college stuff that we saw, not only through the RPOs, but more of the wide receiver screen. I mean, he was really never one to be pushing the ball deep down the field anyhow, and he doesn't have the talent to throw down there. So, yeah, I mean, Atlanta does what they need to do. They go and get the win against the bad Jacksonville Jaguars team, but ultimately that game, like you said, ended up a lot closer in that fourth quarter than it really needed to be. Yeah, the one or two, I think it's only been once or twice I've actually had Atlanta in the contest this year. <laughs> it's all always just this total odyssey for three hours like why did I as you say why do we do this to ourselves why even a team that's in playoff contention why do you willingly put Atlanta in a contest in any in any spot Uh, they covered today closing got a lot of money over the weekend then some late money back buying back on the Jaguars today closing minus one and a half the Falcons do total of 45 and a half or 46 stays under Uh, the the unsportsmanlike penalty on a field goal that Jacksonville commits leading to that first quarter Patterson touchdown really James did feel to flip that game instead of 10-0 Made it 14 nothing in the second quarter for Atlanta. How about this, though? 40th straight game Jacksonville has trailed in. That is the longest streak of any NFL team since 1930. Is there anything else you need to say that encapsulates this Jaguars team more so than, than that number right there? No, I think we're going to see some major overhaul on this team in the offseason. It was just funny. I remember in the summer we were talking about season win totals. I think at one point the Jacksonville Jaguars season win total was six and a half. It was like, we've got to talk about book it. We definitely have to book that under, and they had nowhere else to go but up from one win last year. But, yeah, two and nine now where they sit, and offensively just a complete wreck. Yeah, not a team that's a, a complete makeover needed to be happening in the offseason. Something, yeah, something tells me the Rams will be laying a few more than nine and a half from that summer look-ahead line when they host the Jaguars next week. And no USC for uh, for our guy Urban Meyer to go to. That's uh, unfortunate for him. All right, more. Two segments still to go here on the Pro Football Blitz when we return on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Cyber Monday offer is here right now, and you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. As we welcome you back, it's the Pro Football Blitz. Final two segments from here in downtown Las Vegas with myself, Ben Wilson, as well as in Denver, Colorado, with former Super Contest champ James Salinas coming out of the locker room. James, not a good start for both you and I having the Browns plus three and a half in the contest with Baltimore marching right down the field. 10-play, 75-yard drive. Lamar Jackson hitting Mark Andrews for 39 on basically a throw-it-up-for-grabs play on third and long converts that somehow and then on third and 10 a couple plays later finds Andrews again in the end zone left all alone as it's 13-3 then Demetric Felton drops a pass wide open on third and five for the Browns and they punt it right back after a three and up so Ravens now in the market up to minus seven live 33 or 33 and a half is your total not exactly what we were looking for especially James is you're right in the mix for a quarterly prize there in the circuit contest trying to go to 12 and three if the Browns could cover the three and a half clearly Demetri Felton is not, uh, you know, he's he's not aware of your predicament here, James. I I don't know I don't know what the explanation is. What's going on there? Well, I, I guess at least for Miles Garrett, though, you know, he can go compliment M- Lamar Jackson after he makes that. The- you know, scrambling around, throws it up yeah. for grabs. It turns into a touchdown. I'm glad he's going over. There's great sportsmanship. I'm glad. Oh, wait a minute, this is not pee wee football. It, and then you see, and you see after the play, there's there's a tale of two players. There's Garrett going up, kind of patting Lamar, like tough play, man. Good for you. And there's Clowney slamming his helmet, being a little pissed off. I think I'm on the side of I'm on the side of the latter in that comment right now. Just. You know, I'm all about sportsmanship and and have respect for your opponent, but it's the division game. Let's have some competitive spirit out here and get after it. Those kind of things should upset you, especially considering the fact that you've been competing all game long and it's a very physical football game. Yeah, well, I guess from that standpoint here, sometimes sometimes I don't know. 
Ben, sometimes we watch some of these games, and I just don't know how committed some of these guys are to actually. We talked about the Rams earlier and really how soft soft they were physically and and also mentally. Just didn't see, and they seem kind of checked out from a competitive standpoint. I don't know. Is there, we're starting to see that here in this game with Cleveland starting to wear down. Maybe this defense is just wearing down. They've been very physical to this standpoint against the Ravens through the first court, you know, two, two and a half quarters, but the fact that the, the Browns can't generate anything offensively and now the Browns defense back out on the field again, sometimes it just gets not only physical, physically draining, but also mentally demoralizing. Look, it's the National Football League uh, for, for a reason. And when you thinking about the game script, when you force three interceptions out of Lamar Jackson and you hold Baltimore's rushing back at 2.9 yards per carry, you have to think you would like your chances. And instead, Cleveland down by 10 and with the defense back out on the field, as you just mentioned, James, here about uh, halfway through the third quarter. It, it reminds me of uh, back when the Packers Bucks had the NFC the old NFC Central, the black and blue division rivalry. And I, you know, I remember a game in the early 2000s, Warren Sapp demolishing Brett Favre, getting him about a quarter second late, Favre hitting a touchdown pass. And Sapp was like so beside himself. He was rolling over like in absolute agony. And and he because he wanted it so bad in such a big rivalry like that I'm I'm kind of with you especially when you're on the wrong side of a bet and you yes. see a player on your team that you've been, you've put a wager behind like congratulating the other player for making a great play it's like what are we doing come on what what is that all about uh, so I don't you know as as a far guy from as a you know Wisconsin native James from back in the day I remember. Like how annoying Warren Sapp was, and yeah, you never really got over that. But what? that's what made the rivalry. And so bet it's probably just me because I'm I'm probably more frustrated with myself that I decided to take the Browns, and that's probably where my frustration is. Yeah, the Browns have just been awful tonight, and they've lived up to all <laughs> all expectations of what they've been doing offensively, which has been nothing. But it's probably more so just me being frustrated as a better, just sitting here knowing that I've got that Cleveland Browns yeah. side and have no confidence that they're going to be able to get back well, into this game. That's why we we brought up going into this week. To me, the the most fascinating week to handicap, where you only had 12 of the Sunday-Monday games to choose from in the contest. We saw the consensus struggle to figure out many right sides, going one and four in the contest. And without wanting, as, as in, with your handicapping style, James, wanting to go deep into the practice reports, wait as long as possible, get as much information, and not wanting to take any of the Thursday games, none of which, at least to me anyway, looked appealing. It, it's why these this is one of the toughest weeks I've always felt like to get through Especially when I'm, I'm, you know, when you're in the in the middle of a quarter, quarter as well with the circuit contest, third week of four in the third quarter, makes it even tougher to, to kind of get by and survive here. Uh, the four, by the way, survivor survivor entries on Baltimore looking pretty good right now. They just get a roughing the passer uh, penalty, by the way, if, if things couldn't get worse for Cleveland. Uh, but speaking of, we've we've shown throughout the night here some of the potential look ahead spots, at least from the summer line, what they would be in this particular week. The Westgate put out all these matchups, lines on every single game throughout the NFL season and how it compares now. Really interesting to look at a couple of these uh, individual matchups more where uh, the Baltimore Ravens, I have to think, well, there's still time to be decided left in this game, James. Probably going to be laying, well, again, we have opening lines coming up here where we'll go through all the opening lines. But back in the summer, Ravens were laying two and a half at Pittsburgh in this week 13 matchup. As you see on your screen right here, the, the few that we'll uh, discuss right now, the other one, Chargers, two and a half at the Bengals, Broncos at uh, the Chiefs, nine and a half. That number certainly going to be way shorter. But Baltimore, Pittsburgh on a it's on a pseudo-neutral field, you would think Baltimore probably uh, is probably favored there by, if, if we're looking at it in this case, probably favored by four and a half or five. That seems like a. It seems like the one of the few lines that the Westgate actually did nail from back in the uh, in the preseason. It seems like that's going to be another tightly lined AFC North matchup next week. I'm sure it'll be tightly lined. Although we got to consider that Pittsburgh is going to be coming off the bye week since they were a complete no show today. No, no, they they didn't show up at all. So they're going to be able to come in and say, "Well, now where does Tomlin go with this team?" We question where was Pittsburgh from last for going into this game and the week of preparation and how they really. Uh, I felt like everything that they had out there as far as their competitiveness was left on the field last week on Sunday night at at Los Angeles in that Chargers loss because they didn't bring it today. Well, we know Tomlin, and we I was really surprised that they just didn't bring any kind of effort and energy into this divisional matchup today against the Cincinnati Bengals and got to be waxed. I mean, there's got to be, they have to be embarrassed about their performance collectively as a team. There's plenty of veterans on that team as well as that coaching staff that uh, I think it's going to be a long, tough week in practice. So where do we go with Pittsburgh 
into this matchup. I guess if we're looking ahead that far, regardless of where the line is, where is the mindset of Pittsburgh going into this matchup? You got to think, and you, uh, are we going to rely on, or at least am I going to rely on Mike Tomlin to get his team right, at least from a, a competitive standpoint, to say we can't do any worse than what we did today in Cincinnati, so is this the bounce-back spot from a mental aspect for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, and it's, it's such a fascinating psyche for, from the better's perspective where, especially like you and I, you take Pittsburgh in a contest, you get a lifeless performance. The last thing you want to do is just, all right, I'm going to hop on that wagon again. But it's where it just tests your, your mettle as a better, especially in these contests, to just try to completely throw out some of your results from the previous week, not let those impact what you were looking for on the, the following week when you're looking at these games, trying to handicap everything just in a, in a single-game perspective here. And look, if Baltimore ends up winning this game comfortably, which they appear to be doing, up 13-3 right now with the ball in Cleveland territory in the third quarter, despite not looking all that impressive, taking advantage of a banged-up Cleveland offense, on the surface, James, to me, that is a, a beautiful buy-low spot you could potentially go into with Pittsburgh in the first of their two meetings this season. And we talked about this is on the, the summer look-ahead line, two and a half. Some of the faraway places... James, have already hung this at Pittsburgh, I should say Baltimore, uh, minus two and a half or potentially three on the road. None of the Vegas books have opened this yet. We will get that opening number when Sunday night football comes to an end. That to me, though, and it's always the question of how do you manage things when a team you back woefully underperforms. But on the surface, I'm, I'm thinking with the same thing you are, James. This is a this will be a tempting spot, especially, I mean, I just lost out a teaser with Pittsburgh this week, but a, a home teaser that it would probably qualify in the end as a Wong teaser depending on where that line actually opens. That's what I'm going to be really tempted by, just looking at the the initial thoughts here to numbers coming out for next week. Well, Ben, I think for, for us as sports bettors, we know in the NFL it really is week to week in this league, thinking we don't want to take too much pros or cons from last week and apply it to the next game. So we don't want to have grudges. We don't want to have grudges as a better. I don't want to have a grudge. And we can think about players, coaches, teams that had a poor performance. And, man, I'm done with that team's dead to me. That coach, that player, that right. quarterback, et cetera. I'm done with that team. Uh, you don't want to hold grudges because we know it is such a week-to-week league. And from as poorly as you played last week, we know that team can just look completely the opposite the following week. And a team like Pittsburgh with the talent that they have on it the coaching acumen that's been there for such a long time and the veteran leadership that is still on that roster that's not something that it, sometimes you just got to take a step away from it for a day or two and take away and take a breather and don't go back and read or watch anything that happened with that game stay away from it and get a fresh perspective and not let what happened to you especially if you had a team like we had with Pittsburgh that just completely got blitzed I don't want to let that affect me and have an influence on how I view them going in the next week amen to that that is that is good advice especially for us who are currently frustrated watching our Cleveland Browns not to hold up their end of the bargain as we both got them at the contest. But we will give you one last update on that game when we return in our final segment. We'll also recap our best bets for the day. Also see an update on the Circa Millions contest, see what the consensus did and where things stand now as we are through just about 12 weeks of the NFL season. That is all still to come in our final segment right here up next on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaking equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That is ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As we welcome you back, Ben Wilson from our Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Joined by James Salinas, our final segment of the show from Denver, Colorado. James, the former Super Contest champion. You can give him a follow at Rounding Again on Twitter. James, we're basically on life support at this point. Cleveland Browns plus three and a half. Our contest plays for both of us. Did force a punt. Baltimore stalls out in plus territory. Yet another injury in this game, though. We already saw Cleveland lose top offensive tackle Jack Conklin, who had just come back from injury. He went down in the first quarter. And now standout young linebacker Patrick Queen just uh, goes down with an injury. We're in injury timeout right now, James, for Baltimore. In a week that is just like every other week, it seems like some big names going down with injury. This is another one for Baltimore. And you, I know, having kind of looked at how the defense was already banged up coming in, a big part of the handicap, certainly not a help that Queen goes down after he took a shot to his right shoulder. Well, and it was poor tackling technique by Queen. Again, laying shoulders, are we going to go wrap up? He decides to throw his shoulder into Big Njoku, and he paid the price for it Came in off, coming off the floor or coming off the off the field here. And, and another, thinking about where Cleveland is, I'm just kind of wondering, Ben, maybe we should put a line on, do, does Cleveland turn on this drive, does Cleveland turn the ball over at the end of the third quarter? Or do they turn it over as the fourth quarter begins? I'm not really sure here yet, but I don't know. Can we? I know we're, we're moving on to the fourth quarter. There's still a lot of time left in this game, and it's just a 10-point spread. But do, are we starting to feel a little more comfortable with potential uh, backdoor lover cover coming in for Cleveland at this point, especially now with another roughing the passer, being mean to the quarterback? The flag is thrown. Yep, another quarterback uh, was accosted, and now it's a 15-yard penalty and a first down for the Browns. Are we feeling a little better? I don't know. I'm not feeling better. Can you help me get on the other side of this? I still gonna, don't have much optimism. All with I'm going to tell you, Browns James, team. is uh, as somebody who, had, who grabbed seven with Pittsburgh right before kickoff last week, uh, on Sunday night at about this time of the game, I was like, well, this ticket's over with I'm done. And, uh, and then the fourth quarter was just an absolute <laughs> minefield of crazy adventure. And Pittsburgh ends up covering that game. And I want some money. So all I will say, James, you don't, don't, don't burn up the ticket just yet. Uh, Cleveland now into the, just on the outside of the red zone uh, laying, let's see uh Ravens laying six and a half right now. Live. You're totaled down to 32 and a half. Remember this first half went way under the 23. Second half was lined also at the 23 market, most shops, and we've only had seven points so far in the third quarter. So, yeah, James, that's where I'm. Look, I'm going to be Mr. Positive, at least until it's over. Then we, we can complain later when we're off the air. But I, I, there's still a lot of game to be decided. My prop would be, will we see more combined turnovers or Cleveland points? We have five combined turnovers so far and three uh, Cleveland points as we sit right now. Uh, late in the uh, in the third quarter. And speaking of the injuries, James, another a big day with a number of star players going out. We mentioned the Christian McCaffrey injury earlier, probably the headliner with the ankle injury. In the context of that uh, loss for the Carolina Panthers at Miami, but as we, we show you one more time, our graphic with all the notable injuries, there were some big ones. James, I, I want to get your thoughts. What you think was the most impactful, obviously outside of Christian McCaffrey, where a guy like Dalvin Cook goes down with a bad-looking chest injury, you saw Jamel Dean, an anchor of a Tampa Bay secondary, already depleted down with a shoulder. Uh, and Teddy Bridgewater, we did see him return, which was good news late after the early leg injury. 
What's a stood out to you most, at least from the perspective of impacting the game immediately when you watched how games turned before and after these specific injuries here? Yeah, maybe not so much turn because San Francisco ended up winning and covering the spread, but thinking about Debo Samuel and his injury and how impactful he's been to that San Francisco offense, not only as a receiver, but lately running the football and the dimension that he's been able to give them, especially with the absence of Elijah Mitchell. Now, as Elijah Mitchell's came back, he had a tremendous game today, but I think Debo Samuel just gives them such a different dynamic out there, the way that he runs the football, obviously a, a, a tremendous threat in the passing game as well, and the fact that San Francisco now is finding itself and its power football running game. What does that mean if Debo Samuel is out for a while with that groin injury? I think just because of where San Francisco stand, stands right now within the NFC for the, not maybe not so much for the division, but ultimately getting in in one of those wild card positions, they've got momentum. They found their identity running the football. I just feel like the, any extended loss of Debo Samuel would be really impactful for that 49er offense. And a guy who rushed for a pair of touchdowns today and has shown to be a a real thorn in the side of opposing defenses when you talk about it, James, able to impact the game both in the ground and through the air for San Francisco. They do get the win despite despite that. That's a good way to segue as well as we uh, we get ready to wrap up the show, kind of recapping our our best bets for the day here. And what we are still looking at, there is still action to be decided, of course, with uh, James and I both on Cleveland here. But uh, San Francisco, look, third straight win. You were on them today, James. We discussed how you have not been impressed with this L.A. Rams team, this lack of physicality they've shown. Certainly, you're, I know you're not a buyer in, in Seattle right now with, with the myriad of issues that that team is going through as they get ready to play tomorrow night against Washington and Arizona, not thinking either that that's a team that is a sustainable force, at least into the playoffs. Now, as far as the Niners are concerned, that was your, uh, your win here on the sheet, and you've got the Browns in a teaser pending, who, by the way, just scored a touchdown, but it is under review right now. A touchdown uh, for Mayfield to Njoku, 20 yards. What do you think on the Niners going forward with this three-game winning streak? Are we ready to just throw out all those criticisms that we had of Kyle Shanahan as a head coach from about a, month, a month's time at, uh, at this point last month? I mean, I don't know about the criticism piece. I think it, the hard part for Shanahan is it's still Garoppolo, and even seeing him yeah. today still looks shaky in the pocket, and and that's why they need that running game so bad. Not only with Elijah Mitchell, how well he's performed and stepping in there, and a very a selfless player too. Not just rushing the football, but the way that he blocks out in front. He's a tremendous. He just fits. He's a perfect fit for what Shanahan wants to do offensively. And Debo Samuel, hopefully, he's not hurt for too long. But they need that running game because if it falls on the shoulders of Jimmy G. Uh, You just see him sitting in the pocket, and he just does not look confident back there. And when you're the leader of the team on the offensive side and your quarterback doesn't look confident, how does that filter down to the rest of your team? So he needs that running game, does Shanahan as well as Garoppolo. But then you look at the schedule right now for the San Francisco 49ers coming up. On the road at Seattle. That's always a grudge match, but Seattle is really beat up, and that team is, even though they're technically still alive in the in, a, in the NFC for the playoffs, it's really a team devoid of talent because of the injuries. They do have a tough game on the road at Cincinnati, but then after that, they're going to play host the Falcons. They're going to be at Tennessee on the Christmas week, and what is Tennessee's roster going to look like by the time they get to that game, and as well as host the game against Houston, and then tough game against the Rams. Where are the Rams going to be? at the end of the season right now. That's, I think, of all the teams and the psyche of all these teams and the expectation for those teams in the NFC West, it was all about the Rams. It was all about the Rams rolling into the to the season with the moves that they made in the offseason, in particular with Stafford. Now, during the, the in-season moves that they made, it's all on the Rams. It's Super Bowl or bust, and right now, that team is a bust. Yeah, I, no, look, for a team who's, who came in flying so high at the start of the year to lose three games now... It does not appear to be peaking as we get into the month of December. A lot of questions going to be asked to Sean McVay and the Rams, not only this week, but how will they respond into December, starting off with a really tough game this Sunday in Chicago against the uh, the Bears, who are have some issues of their own, but do come off a win on Thanksgiving Day against Detroit. One other, thinking about these divisional potential races, and, and not, not so much from the odds, at least in the NFC West, James, because Arizona is a minus 1,000 favorite, likely going to win the division with such the lead they have built up as the one seed in the NFC, but... What do you think on the AFC East now? We saw New England look not necessarily impressive for four quarters, but they pull away late, cover easily against Tennessee. You think about the odds now in the AFC East. They have have shortened here pretty drastically. Bills now minus 140, Patriots plus 115. It's as close to a pick as we have had since before week one. Who are you taking at this point? 
I'm going to take the – well, I'm thinking about – I'm a little biased here because I have a, a nice 21 – 20 to 1 ticket on Bill Belichick to win the coach of the year. Ooh, so nice. part of that is really predicated. If they can win the AFC East, and depending on what happens with Kingsbury and Arizona, I suspect they're going to win the NFC West. But how much expectation was there on the Patriots coming in with Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback, how poorly they performed last year to the Patriots, and now being able to come out here, and can they win the AFC East? Well, they have it in front of them. I mean, they've got two games, obviously a massive game coming up next week on Monday night at Buffalo, but they still, in a sense, whatever, you know, they control their own fate when it comes to winning that division, having two games two games in front of them against the Buffalo Bills. Does that mean they have to sweep them? That's a tall order to have to do that. But, yeah, I think right now with what we've seen for the Patriots, how they do not beat themselves on either side of the football, very clean football team, very it, it, how well they perform and execute and how well coached they are and the pedigree that we know is there with the New England Patriots coaching staff and that culture there. I favor the Patriots at this point. And that's the first of two matchups coming up uh, next Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. As that does it for us, James Salinas, it is always such a pleasure getting to spend a few hours with a great football mind like yourself. So it's been, been a blast to filling in for Brady Cannon. BK will be back next week, James, but uh, an absolute blast hanging out with you here on the Pro Football Blitz. Absolutely. Same to you, Ben. Fun weekend. Hey, we've got a touchdown. We're within the cover right now with Let's the go. Browns. Go go hang at the long bar and sweat this last That's quarter right out. That's right where I'm headed right now. Let's cash some tickets here. Opening lines, Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans coming your way next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 